This is Pedro. This is Tara. And welcome to the Goddard's Real and Raw Talk Show. Hi, everyone. Hi. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. What's going on, everybody? We want to thank you for joining us on the Goddard's Real and Raw podcast. Uh, we are coming live from the UK. That's right. In the darkness of dark. <laughs> <laughs> a little chilly outside. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. But we just want to thank everybody for joining us. Um, how was your, uh, we go right into like, how was your day? How was your week? My week was good. Yeah. I was just really happy to be happy. I was so happy when the Sabbath came, honestly. I was just like, well, thank you for the Sabbath. You know, you're able to rest from everything you have done for the whole week and and just clear your mind of everything. You know, I think that's very important. And um, when you realize how important the Sabbath is, you really, you know, you're able to take it all in and to just relax. Yeah, that the Sabbath is really actually for rest because mm-hmm. we had, sometimes we as Adventists or just as Christians, we don't rest. We do other things and, you know, singing and preaching and talking and Sabbath school and just all kind of different things. And then mm-hmm. you end up doing more work on the Sabbath than you do throughout the week. Yeah. And then you're still tired. And then Sunday you're just busted. Mm-hmm. You know, so I know like for me, um, I had to, because of my I was late Friday, I had to take some, because tomorrow I'm not going to be able to do it. So I had to take some things that was already pre-done. Right. So I didn't really, you know, but I had to because I had to get the specimen sent off. Right. So it's like my Sabbath was all right. I didn't get to rest the way I really wanted to rest. Right. But, and then we've been doing the Bible, um, international. The Bible, Bible study. Lesson, for the yeah, children. Bible study. So then that's, yeah. that's taking some time. And then I do talking point. Right. At five o'clock. So it was like. You're a busy person. Ooh, yeah. I'm a very busy. I don't know days off. I don't have no days off. Well, you know, Especially when you have a family, you, no when you have off. a family with children and you have things that have to be done, it ain't no such thing as rest. Well, maybe I should be single. <laughs> single. You know what? Ah, that's funny. Ah, that is really, really funny. Ah, nah, nah I love my family. No, nah, no, nah, I love being a father and a husband. So yeah, yeah so there's no problem. But yeah, I don't get no breaks. But it's cool. I'm not complaining. Right. But my week last week was pretty good. I had a little bit of car trouble. Yeah, but my, thank God they my, got fixed. Well, no, it was it wasn't really it wasn't really that the car was it was like a mechanism in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, I in the UK these cars are different from the US. Yeah. So the car had a one pump problem, and um, I guess it's the water water pump, right? And the timing belt. So mm-hmm. the timing belt was fine, but my antifreeze kept leaking. So like I'll drive. You was in the car, right? Actually, and like you were driving, and all of a sudden be no antifreeze. Mm-hmm. So I had to keep filling up. So I had to take it to the shop and get it fixed. Right. That was a nice little hit in the pocket. But, right. you know, I had to be done. Man. But only because, like, I've been doing so many miles. I just got my oil changed on in December when I did the MOT, which is, like, um, check up the car. Right. It's already telling me to service the engine. Because look at so much driving you're doing. You're well, going did. to Scotland, well, to London. You're going to all of these places. Since the January, I think I've done about 14,000 miles. Right. Almost 14,000 miles since... December. Right. End of December when I got the MOT done. So mm-hmm. I was like, well, I guess it's time to get the oil changed again. So I'm just like, oh, <laughs> yeah. But, and you know, I was for that. Everything has been good, but it was good to be home this week mostly. Right. And 
Um, had a couple of had a day off while we got the car fixed. Right. So that was good to get a little rest. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I enjoyed myself. That's good. Yeah. Then you know everything been. You've been looking at it, but I don't look at it. You've been looking at the at the news with um Ukraine. Yeah. The, the one so. thing that saddens me is that the racism that's going on with the whole situation. Right. You know what I mean? Because, you know, they all going through situations right now. They're all a refugee. So why, right. what's so, the difference between a refugee? Right. The yeah. color of your skin? Black, white. Yeah. Basically, they let you know how strong racism is. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And that the fact that, you know, that plays a part in a situation that they going through right now. Literally like a real War Three situation. I don't, I don't really call it World War Three, but yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I mean, the point of everything that's going on is just ridiculous. Yeah. But, you know, you know, I mean? he, you know when the chips are down, people show their true colors. Definitely. So, you know. Definitely. But enough on that subject, because that's just a, you know, we, we feel for them. And mm-hmm. uh, we didn't pray. So let's pray. Let's pray. And then we'll go to our guest. Okay. All right. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for another uh, weekend that you have brought us through. And as we get ready for the week, allow us to get things accomplished and allow us to um, be able to do things that we need to get done. We ask the God that you be with the, U- the Ukraine as they're going through this time and grief. Everything else also in the world, Heavenly Father, we um, there's other countries that are not being talked about. There's other wars, other um, genocides, other uh, massacres that are happening, other injustice, and we ask the God that you would just be with those that are in charge, watch over them, help them to make the right decisions, help them to make the decisions that will benefit their country and benefit the people. We ask the God that you continue to watch over us and everything we do, be with this podcast as we go through it, let us have a good one, and we want to just say thank you, Lord, for your love and your mercy, because it's our prayer in your holy name, amen. Amen. And on that note, we are going to be joined by Andre, uh, David and Andrea. And here they are. Hey, hey. hello. Hey, good evening. Hi. Evening, hey, guys. evening, guys. How you doing? We're good. We're good. Thank We're you good. very much. <laughs> good to yeah. see you. So how you guys been? How you guys week? Uh, it's been a, it's been a, diff- it's not difficult. It's been a long week. Um, as right. you guys may know that um, Angie put out her program on Friday, but there was a few late nights trying to fix it up. Right. Um, and do some recordings, some late last minute recordings and stuff. So right. it's been a pretty interesting week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys stay busy doing that. Oh yeah. And, and that, think, that program is Generation X, right? Or is it Gen X? I think God is taking us through a process where we're learning to trust him more. Then so yes. um, we're doing this program very sh- quickly. Um it's called The Things We Do for Love. Mm-hmm. Right. And for the next well, we started on Friday, it's for seven Fridays straight. Right, looking at different Bible characters and the things they did for love and mm-hmm. how it worked out. Um, some things were positive, but some things had um, detrimental effects that we're even feeling the repercussions of those effects even today. Yeah, um, oh, yes. Wise man Solomon said, There's nothing new under the sun. Definitely. Everything yeah. that's happened before, uh, people are going through similar things now. Right. Um, there are definite lessons to be learned. So oh, yeah. you can go back to the SDA Generation X YouTube mm-hmm. channel and catch mm-hmm. up on Fridays and join us this Friday as we continue our program. Okay, guys, yeah. y'all hear that. So y'all make sure y'all yeah, tune last, in. Last program was a really good program. It was. It was with Adam and Eve and mm-hmm. um, Pastor Ray Patrick really preached and had a good, um, made you think of some things. You definitely did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Especially, I like that part when he said about the war woman. 
<laughs> he said Adam said, Whoa, one whoa men. And he was like, That's how we got the name Woman. I like how you I, I may be saying it wrong, but that's how he kind of framed it. Right. And I was like, Oh, that's a nice little line. I never heard that before, you know, because you hear the story of Adam Eve so many times, but every preacher preaches it differently or says it differently. So yeah. it's good when you can get a different perspective, you know. That's Definitely. it. And that's the amazing thing that a story that we've heard forever. There's mm-hmm. still things that we can learn. And um, oh, yeah. I just yeah, say yeah. a special thank you for Pedro because um, I gave him, normally I give Tara the distress call. She already <laughs> had the distress call and so she's already prepared and ready and done her thing already. But um, <laughs> this time it was Pedro's turn to get the distress call, you know. Definitely. I know my phone, I saw my phone ring. I didn't know you had my number. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, this but is it was Because <laughs> you don't normally call me. So I see my phone ring and I'm like, Andrea, why is she calling me? Yeah, does, no, does she need Tower? I was like, do you need Tower? <laughs> that's when you know. That's when you know. You know, we dug deep, man, to find <laughs> Yeah, that was a last minute thing. It was a little nervous. It's, it's very nerve-wracking trying to do things like that because, you know, even though we do the podcast, we want this, sitting there and having to, you know, like, come up with something in your mind for record a minute yourself. and record yourself. I give you guys credit because it's not easy. It's not easy. I was I messed up like 20 times and I just kept doing it. And I was like, oh. okay, I'm going to get it right. You know, like, <laughs> oh. And I said, the only reason why she even asked because she knows that if she asks me, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I was like, oh. So I can't let her down. No, but it, it was lovely seeing you on. And what is nice and what I like about the program is sometimes we're using people that you wouldn't normally see yeah. up right. front, you know. Definitely. Um, yeah. And it's, it's just nice to see our generation up there. Yeah. yeah doing yeah. our thing and being able yeah. to reach our generation. Because yeah, we are. In, this is not to slate the church. The church cannot do everything. Some things yeah. we mm-hmm. need to do for ourselves. Definitely. Um, but um, it's nice that, you know, it's something... You know that FUBU thing for us by us, right? Right, right, right. right. Like yeah, thing. it's really yeah, good. Because we are, we are, we are, we are part of Generation X. You're not there yet, Tar. Well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm forty this year. You're still a baby. <laughs> <laughs> honorary, um, Generation yeah, we, we, X. Yeah, we're gonna bring her in. We'll She's, her in. <laughs> She's gonna be honorary Generation X. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's messed up. Uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna get on the subject that we was talking of. Would we got you guys to come on because um, in today's society, it's um, something that has really been getting more and more steam that a lot of people are doing right. in Bermuda, in the States, here, mm-hmm. and that is homeschooling. Um, because the the knowing firsthand, before you guys get started, I'm just going to give it like, with us, with our kids going to school, and it being an all-white school, and just the racism, and just the diversity, not even diversity, the, um, the challenges. Like, Peter's been there three years, and he's just now starting to get adjusted to the school mm-hmm. like he's now comfortable where it's like oh we may have to move he's like why i don't want to move i got gcses <laughs> in two years he's like he's he's okay to stay now because he's finally found his his like his niche. His, his niche in the school mm-hmm. yeah. and <laughs> sky is her first year and, and she went through a little something where we was actually we actually consulted you about homeschooling her mm-hmm. and we was considering it but then she begged us so we said okay we'll give you one more chance so she ended up going back to school mm-hmm. but we was like right we was already making up plans and everything to be like okay you're gonna be home and look i was calling andrea like andrea what i need to do <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i guess the first question would be is like um why did you guys decide to homeschool your kids? 
ma'am. When I fell pregnant with Abigail, I read the book Education. Mm. And um, it was talking about mum being the best teacher Mm. and having your children out in nature and, you know, just basically how those formative years are the most important years because that's when the character is being formed. Right. And so from then I kind of, I felt inclined to homeschool. But then also my mum, even though she didn't homeschool me, um, she didn't go to work until I was about eight or nine. So mm-hmm. I was one of those children that had to um, go to a childminder or go to an after-school club. I, um, my mum took me to school. I came right. back home and I was greeted by my mum. And I was very fortunate because I know that there were lots of mothers out there that would love to, but unfortunately, because of circumstance and situation, they just can't. Right. But I liked the fact the, you know, go, go, you know, going home to my mum. Right. And um, I think the third thing was when we were looking at schools for our daughter, mm. we both believe in Christian education. Yeah. Right. Mm. And I wanted her, my, I didn't go to an Adventist school, but David right. did. But I believe in Advent, not just Christian education, Adventist education. Right. Mm-hmm. But the nearest school was just, what, an it, hour and a half, yeah, maybe was, two hours was in, away? It was in Tottenham, mm. we were in South London, and the journey's about an hour, hour and right. a half. And there's about traffic. Yeah, and then I just thought, what kind of life? And but then the the thing that topped it all off was the fact that I prayed about it, Mm -hmm. and I believe with all my heart, God said to me, "Homeschool your child." Right now, um, I never dreamt in a million zillion years that I would homeschool my child. I wanted to be a high flyer. You know, right. when Dave and I got married, <laughs> we were going to take the we world, man. We were going to tour the world. My feet wow. were gonna every continent. We're going to be out wow. there in a car. I'm going to be earning some big bucks and <laughs> everything's going to be great. Right. Mm. And then six months after yeah. marriage, I was pregnant. Yeah, we got the message. Yeah, life, wow. life changed <laughs> wow wow. So, um, wow so it happened fast that is, yeah so um our daughter is now 11 and yeah. she went to nursery but she's never been to a formal school and wow. um, even though it was at first when she was leaving nursery and her friends were going to school it mm-hmm. had its challenges because she wanted even though she didn't know what school was Right. She wanted to go to. She wanted. She wanted to, to be with to her friends and and right. be the same yep. as her mm. friends. Um, however, however many years later, if you ask her now, she's not interested in going to school. She's quite happy really? being homeschooled because of the yeah. Um, there are so many. Mm. There are pros and cons to home homeschooling. Right. And um, I appreciate that homeschooling is not for everyone. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it requires a lot of dedication. Yeah. And also, yeah. it's not for every child. Yeah. Right. Some children will more thrive in a school environment. Yeah. Right. So yeah. When you're looking at homeschooling, you have to weigh up not only your availability, but look at your child and right. their social skills and what they're actually like, what their needs are. Because the, be- the most important person in this whole mix is the child. child. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Would patience be a really um, big factor, too, for you to have patience? 
Yeah, but yeah. I believe that I've I've learned. I ain't saying I ain't saying nothing I don't know, but I know for a fact Tyler don't have patience sometimes. Tyler just, you know, that that southern fire comes out and <laughs> the emotion comes out and she, you know, reacts before she thinks. Yeah, so I the do. patience is That's not true. there. <laughs> but so sometimes we need to we need a little fire. Oh no, 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 no. It's good yeah. to have the fire, but I'm just saying, you know, sometimes, you know, she just she loses, you know, loses the the the, the big picture for a moment, and then she has to be kind of brought back down to, you know. Yeah. But yeah. Well, we we all have those days because you know oh, yeah. when you when you're dealing with children and you know being a parent, just being a parent is challenging enough. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Less, mm-hmm. You know, you know, especially as mothers, you are mum, you mm-hmm. are doctor and nurse, mm-hmm. you are the sous chef, the chief chef, you're the pot washer, you're, you're the everything. Uh, the house cleaner. The house cleaner. <laughs> the, and there are no days off. There are no days off. Oh, you know? Yeah. And he's relentless. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and with, with For those that can't see, David's eyes are just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> with homeschooling, it's even more so because you, you are then the teacher. Yeah. yeah well. Um, and sometimes, you know, at first, I was also, before I joined a homeschool network, I was also the playmate. Right. So if my daughter wanted to sit down and we're playing, you know, afternoon tea and having cups of tea. Right. You have to do that's it. what I was gonna do because at that time now I was her I was her best friend and everything right. else. Yeah. Right. So um mm. but as I said, maybe I've painted a bit of a gloomy picture. There yeah. are definitely pros to homeschooling. Um yeah. my the relationship I have with my children is very it's a very close relationship. Right. Um, we get to do various activities that mm. and pursue different interests that are not part of necessarily the national curriculum. Right. Um, and I can pursue the things that she enjoys and that she's good at and right. make things into a lesson. Now, um, I actually bought a Christian um, curriculum because mm. even though I can generate a lesson and think of a lesson, I, I like structure. Right. And I believe children need structure. Right. And because I couldn't develop a curriculum for myself and I wanted something that was in line with what they're le- learning at school, I bought mm-hmm. one, bought a Christian okay. curriculum. And she does various different subjects, you know, maths, English, science, social studies. Mm-hmm. She's also part of a French group. But in terms of her interest, um, my daughter is a bit of a geek like her father. <laughs> and she likes, she wanted to do computer coding. And oh, I wow. found, um, that means she's a girl, man. Yeah. I think, I think the, the thing is that there are a lot of networks and, and different places that you can get um, a education when you are being homeschooled or when you're homeschooling because right. there are groups, there are other people, or other um, parents which are homeschooling as well. Right. And, you know, as Ange mentioned before, she was, you know, she's part of a homeschooling group. Right. Uh, and from that group, you get lots of different ideas. You get um, informed of, of um, events which are taking place. Like, I mean, you were telling them about the time you guys went to the uh, Royal Albert Hall. Okay. Well, (laughs) as a a homeschool mom, I just ask questions locally. So at my leisure centre, I asked, do they have any facility, uh, do they have any activities for homeschoolers? And they said they homeschool swimming class and they do a homeschool trampolining class. And I was like, yeah, definitely do those. And then... um, when we went to the National History Museum and mm-hmm. I spoke to um, some of the people there, they actually said, well, we have actually got a mailing list and we do different exhibitions and have different viewings for homeschoolers. Well, it's for school, right. 
any mm-hmm. accessible kits. We give to mm-hmm. homeschool parents. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I, di- I didn't know yeah. this was available. Right. And um, same with the Royal um, Abbott Hall. Abbot Hall. And basically, um, we went to the proms. Oh, cool. As, oh, wow. um, you know, as homeschool, a homes- homeschool family. And we've been to different spectacular events and we've seen what, um, how they do things backstage and had a tour. Mm-hmm. And they gave us the history of the, um, the Royal Albert Hall, how it got its name. So in that visit, it wasn't just a case of knowing how they do things, but it was a history mm-hmm. of right. how it came about. Mm-hmm. And um, there have even been occasions where she's been able to play on some of the instruments of the orchestra that mm-hmm. have been taken part, taking um part in the um, production yeah, where right. they show you their instrument tell right. you how long they've been playing make different sounds with it and then they invite the children this is before covid to come at yeah. the company <laughs> and they sanitize it and let the child have a go right just to develop a love of music right and it was such a great experience that i didn't realize i could have um so i wasn't missing out on some of the things that people do in schools because right an avenue for homeschoolers to join into Wow, that was really good. But also, there's those school trips that um, I don't. I can choose to have a school trip at any day. Right. You know, I can pick up and say, you know what? Today we're going to go to the V&A Museum, or today we're going to go on a boat trip, or um, what was nice was my sister found some cheap tickets and said, let's go to Mexico, and I put her books in the bag. I didn't have to wait for term time to finish, where all the prices and the flights go up. could actually join my sister and my mum at the time and we just packed her books we went to Mexico for two weeks wow, and then wow. Back. that's the benefits of being homeschooled yeah, wow exactly. because it's out of peak time and mm. um we could we when we got back we talked about you know the flag the right people, the language they spoke what they looked like and made a bit of a project about it so then mm. it became a geography lesson and a bit of a history lesson and mm. it was just you can make a lesson out of nearly everything you mm-hmm. know there are some days my daughter loves to bake oh, and wow. um, if she says to me mommy can we make cookies today I can say yeah that's that's fine because in bake making cookies it's it's a uh, you know getting used to the kitchen she's learning a life skill right but also there's maths involved and science because you're measuring Mm-hmm. There's comprehension you're reading and yeah there's mixed and you're reading the instructions and you're following those instructions mm-hmm. and then there's it was it was called home economics back in my day i don't know what it's called now yeah it was called yeah, i think it's still called home and i don't know what it's economics. called anybody, yeah yeah, yeah um, or whatever it is but uh, you know actually the actual baking of it yeah right and being able to taste what you've made mm-hmm. so right. even though it's a fun activity learning can be fun mm. learning where possible should be fun Wow. I have a quick question. So how does the UK recognize homeschool in the sense of like year by year? So do you does she have to do a test at yeah, every test. year or does she is it just you just you, you understand what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, yeah, uh, when you get to like year five, you have no year six, you have to take a test for, SATs, to, see, maybe. Yeah. to go to year seven. Mm-hmm. So how does that work on your end okay. on for doing homeschooling? We well, we there is continual. I wouldn't say continual testing, but I mean with the 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 courses that, for example, Abigail is doing, there are tests at the end of it. Um, but we also we we um, get external people to, you know, make sure that Abigail is up to date 
when right. it's um, the local, I would say local, how can I put it? With the current, national curriculum. Yeah, with the national curriculum. Just right, to make sure right. she's on track. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, you know, she's not like behind. I mean, there was one occasion when she was slightly behind, but mm-hmm. we picked it up. And, you know, at the moment, I think she's, um, she's a, uh, I wouldn't say she's ahead, but she's, you know. You wouldn't on... say she's ahead? I'd say she's ahead. Well, they say homeschool children um, learn more than mm, the average child is in school. Yeah, I, I would yeah. I would say that. I mean, for right. me, the, the joy of homeschooling is that you actually get to see them progress. You right. Get to see, you get to see them start, you know, from small scribbles on a page to uh, <laughs> writing essays kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And wow. That joy, like Angie mentioned, Abigail's cooking. She, you know, she loves cooking, but mm-hmm. it's the it's the small things that you see her growing. And you can say, well, look, I, I taught her that. I showed mm-hmm. her that. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. And that's, the, that's one of the joys of, of homeschooling as well. Right. But, um, going back to Pedro's question for yeah. a moment, um, she's not formal, um, she doesn't do um, SATs. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she's okay. not required to. Um, okay. According to law, you have to um, give your child an education that um, is in line with their age. Okay. So what right. I do is just make sure, um, you know, the government know that she's been home educated. And, mm-hmm. But if I ever get a knock on the front door, I've got all of her work that's lined up, that's dated. Mm-hmm. To say this is what she's done on this day, and they can actually have a look to see, see what yeah. what is being yeah, done. Yeah, we we actually went to that when we, we first went, moved here. Yeah, because we lived in Bolton, and and there was no schools available. available. At the time. So they was like, well, you can homeschool. So they actually gave us like booklets and curriculum of what we could do. Mm-hmm. And so the first couple of months, the kids were actually homeschooled when we first moved to the UK. And right. um, yeah, and, and there was like that's for you know they came and knocked on the door. You know, are you and they looked at what they was doing. It's like, okay, they're they okay. And then they left us alone. They didn't bother us, bother us anymore after that. Right. So we kind of, we did start, but then mm-hmm. when we moved, you know, our, our situation was different because Tower's, Tower's home. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all the things we're just talking about, they've been blessed. We've been blessed that I've been, mm-hmm. old, been a sole worker. Right. So since Pedro's been born, Tower's been home. So she's been able to, be that, like you said, be the, the be that nurturing, the, yeah. the first teacher when they come home, like homework and stuff. Like mm-hmm. I help with the math because Tara doesn't like math. <laughs> <laughs> and I help with, and Pedro help with the English because some things in the UK is a little different for us. So he's learning mm-hmm. that. So he, sometimes he helps, he helps us because we're like, we don't know what this is. Like, like <laughs> we go to, we go to the 13 year old, like, Hey, what is this? And he's like, Oh, I know what this is. Da, 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 da. And, you know, we're like, right. we're looking at it like, what is okay. You know? Because it's different. It's a different curriculum than the states. Right. Yeah. And I find for Sky, which I know homeschool her was difficult, which I spoke to you about, Andrea, mm-hmm. about Sky focus. She's not focused when she's home. She in relaxed mode. So mm-hmm. it's no school time when it's when I'm trying to do work with her. She just want to play her game. She just want to do her thing. But when she in school, she's on a different level. So mm-hmm. I realized if even if I kept her home, it wouldn't have been good for her. Yeah, she's she's not that type of child that's gonna stay home and do the activities that I, I may have planned for her. Because to, to her, it's just doing something with mommy. Mm. It's not really yeah. nothing that she's. And really... she wants to go out every day. Can right. I go out and ride my skateboard? Can I go out and you know <laughs> skate? You know, she wants to be out. She's an outside kid. She doesn't. So like Pedro, if he was a homeschool Pedro, he'd be the perfect homeschool kid because he likes to be in the house. Mm-hmm. If that mm-hmm. makes sense, he he would be perfect to homeschool because yeah. right. he likes to be indoors. He doesn't want to, he doesn't really care if he goes outside. <laughs> but right, Ka- he don't. But Kai and Sky is like, we want to go outside. Can we go outside? Can we go to the park? Can we go to, you know, like they, 
they're, they're more outgoing in a sense of they want to get out and, and mingle with, you know, socially with other people. Right. I think the see. social sport part for Sky, I think was her hardest. She has to be around other children. Mm. Her just being here, she want to have that connection with other people. I think yeah. that's why I probably struggle to homeschool her. So this begs the question, how is Ab- Abigail doing with her social doing with part. her social her social part of her social aspect of her well development. Okay, so Abigail is involved in quite a few activities. Uh, not only you know we we mentioned that she does trampolining, she does right um, swimming as well, but she's also involved with a group called Bricks Kids. Um, okay. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Oh, that, oh, that's she, oh yeah, you know she's what? One of the she's one of the presenters right. on Bricks Kids. Oh, okay. So she, oh, cool. You know, so she has the, her activities with those guys as well, and you know she has her friends which are there um so there is a lot of social interaction you Mm -hmm. know with her friends obviously when she goes to church you know she meets up with her friends and hangs out with them as well um during the week however there's not so much interaction simply Mm -hmm. she's you know she's she's at home being homeschooled Um, that doesn't discount the fact that she does communicate with friends and, and speaks with them and um arranges uh, you know during the lockdown she'd arrange um was it like cooking meetings with mm. um with some of her friends and everything some of oh, cool. it will be like um on a zoom meeting like just cooking the same kind of ingredient of oh, right same, yeah. it's the same um thing Recipe. and like um comparing not say oh have you done this yeah i've done this oh. you know right. so there, there is that social aspect of things as well yeah oh, she formulated right. a group called crafty girls yeah. mm-hmm. um, that was part of her um some of her homeschool friends this was more during right. the lockdown right and they were going to do arts and crafts or um on a sunday so they'd pick an activity whether it was making pizza or it was origami or whatever it was for that day and they set a time and they'd all come on zoom and then right. all, sometimes they're all sitting in silence and you kind of think, well, you know, <laughs> it was just the being together kind of thing. But right. they still do whatever it was together. But um, I know that in terms of Abigail's social skills, I had to be very intentional. Right. Because I could be a bit of a homebody. Mm-hmm. I'm not careful. And I know that I needed to get her out. So I right. made sure that she had a different activity every day that would push mm-hmm. me outside. Right. Because otherwise, you know, it is just... Well, at that time, me and her. Yeah. And I, I recognize the need to have friends. But um, I thank God for the church. Right. Definitely. Many reasons, because obviously you have you have pathfinders, you have other friends within church. Mm-hmm. But also going so going a step back again to um, Pedro's question a few minutes ago about um, assessments and David's right. answer about asking externals, because there's so many teachers in the church. Right. Um, I wasn't they my church knew that my intention was to homeschool. Right. But you can't do this thing by yourself. No, you know, but there Mm -hmm. are, there he's got blessed us with a church family that have different skills that can help. Wow. That's awesome. um, The leader of bricks kids, he's actually deputy head of a primary school and his year group is year five, which Abigail would be in wow, to do an assessment to make sure that she's up to standard. Oh, um, wow. There was another a member of my church. He's a deputy head of a secondary school, but the head of science. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, she loves science. Can she come in and do an experiment? And she's meant to be doing the litmus test and, you know, using a Bunsen burner and things like that, that right. she would use when she gets to secondary school. But just to have that experience. Right. Definitely. So I've got to thank God for the church family who, where there's been a gap, 
mm-hmm. they've been able to step in the gap and fill it, yeah. to, to fill it, mm-hmm. to help it, to make sure that her homeschool experience is as rich as possible. Well, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That is very awesome that you can have someone that can come in and take, yeah. you know, take hold of those parts that you're not able to feel. So, David, how did you feel about her doing the whole homeschool thing? Was you on board or was you not on board? Like, how was it? That's um, my next question. Oh. <laughs> you know, I, listen, I, at first I was like, nah, you know, is this the right thing to do? And obviously I prayed as well. Angel, Angel prayed as well. We both prayed about it. And, right. uh, well, you know what, let's, you know, let's give this a go. Let's see what happens. Let's, you know, let's let God lead on this one. Right. So um, when we initially started, I was like, okay, look, you know, what, what do you need me to do? And um, I was the initially the art teacher mm-hmm. uh, because you know, that's, that's kind of like what I do. Right. Um, and, you know, we progressed a little bit, but <laughs> I said a little bit. <laughs> I would have talked about that. That's not what I heard. <laughs> but the, the, fact, the fact is, is that no, I, I'm I'm on board with this uh, with homeschooling. I think it's uh, it's something which is uh, a, no, number one. It's a blessing, and right. I like yourself, Pedro. You saying that um, you know you go out and you work, and Tara's at home um, right. doing doing stuff. Um, right. And we're in the same boat as well. So I'll go out and I'll work. And um, whilst Angie's homeschooling and looking after the looking after the kids as well. Right, and right. When I come home, I'll try and take over. So I don't mm-hmm. always do that because sometimes I come home and I'm shattered. <laughs> yeah, you're tired. Uh, yeah, I you know, I, I'm gonna give you a little suggestion. I'm not gonna give a suggestion, but you know what Tara does to me. So I come home and she knows I've been out all day. She shuts yeah. down. Like nine o'clock is like eight. Like eight nine o'clock is her shutdown. So when I come home, I gotta put the kids to bed because Tyler's on the couch sleep. <laughs> I, hey, hey, listen, I don't mind. But I don't complain. I just do it because I know she's had a very long day. She's took the kids to school. She's been yeah. up all day. She's been up since seven. Because to be fair, she'll get up and get the kids ready mm-hmm. and get them ready for school. Then I get them and I take them to school. I take them like take the kids to the bus. If yeah. my job, if I can take Kaya to school, I take her to school. Then keep going to work. Right. You know, if I those days like that, if the the weather's real bad, I'll do that. So I know that she's been. So I don't complain, but that's how, that's how I help out. Like I'm like kind of forced to help out, which I don't mind, but I do help out even, I'm not forced. I, I do it anyway. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I don't mind putting the kids to bed. It's actually nice right. because you've been yeah. out or, or like I said out. Normally I'm like um, downstairs in the kitchen. Like I'm here doing my, do my work because of, you know, um, cause of COVID and everything. But right. um, it's nice to be able to just say, okay, it's time to stop. Um, I'll mm-hmm. sometimes play with the kids. I'll sometimes be up here cooking. You look at me. She say, she's looking at me. Say, really? I'm looking at her face like. Andrea, <laughs> <laughs> your facial you're, expression. You're going to have a discussion after this discussion, aren't you? I do put Asher to bed. I don't put Abigail to bed. He doesn't need to go to bed. But I do make sure that I read his story. I do right. make sure that he, you know, you know, he learns verses from the Bible. So, for example, we was teaching him um, the Lord's Prayer. And oh, yeah. he knows it. Mm-hmm. Perfectly. And next thing we're going to be teaching him is uh, Psalms twenty-three. Right. Um, but the fact is that he, you know, I I don't mind putting them to bed. I don't right. mind spending time with him when I can. Right. When I can. <laughs> Andrew, fix your face. 
<laughs> I mean, look, listen, 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 it's, listen, it's days, it's days, listen, yeah, you know, it's days that I'm not home too late, so Tyler has to do it all, but you yeah. know, it's, 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 yeah, it's called communication and just, you know, it's called communication and collaboration, you have to, you know, work you know, together. I'm, I'm just happy that I have a husband that's willing to take on, you know, the, the grunt of the money part of, you know, the aspect mm-hmm. of the marriage, you know, the family, yeah. because sometimes I feel bad, like, oh, maybe I should, you know, contribute more financially, you know, to take some of the weight off him sometimes. Mm-hmm. But then he was like, I got it. I got it. You know, don't worry about it. You just get everything straight with the kids. So that's mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, I think that's a word for me sometimes dealing with the kids all the time and him just working. Well, actually, because, OK, like David, you go to work, right? But yeah. you know that when you come home, your kids are going to be fine. And exactly. I think for me, for me, that's a that's a peace of mind yeah. that I have that I know that my wife has got things under control. And like I tell people when I go to work, I'm on vacation when I go to work. Like for me, work is easy. It's when I get home <laughs> that I do more. Like I walk in the door and my girls are like, can I get a piggyback ride? Pick me up. Hold me. Give me a hug. Give me a kiss. Can I have some drink? Can I have a snack? Can I this? Can I? I'm like, I just walked in the door. Can I have Roblox? I mean, literally as I'm turning the key. Oh, daddy, can I get some Roblox? Oh, daddy, can I have a snack? Like, and I haven't even got in the door. I haven't even taken off my jacket. I'm like, can I take off my jacket? Like, oh, you know, so. Well, Pedro, I know this. I know the story, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> like, Susan's like, hey, you know. And so. <laughs> it's like the captain would come home and all of a sudden it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like they go crazy. Yeah. So like, and Tommy, like, you know, they were calm before you got home, right? I'm like, yeah, I figured that. <laughs> you know, when the kids been around mommy all day. You know, and they see mommy all the time. Mm-hmm. And when seeing daddy, it's like, oh, I don't see daddy that much. You know, daddy, you know, they get the chance to connect. Yeah, of course. But so it's they- not just that. I think, I think like our kids are really simple. Like, so because they know I work, they know their time is limited. So mm-hmm. if I just give them an hour of my time, they're good. Like, you know, they're really good. But they, they want more time from Tower because they see Tower all the time. So they may want two hours from Tower, but they only want an hour from me. Yeah. So it kind of make, because they know, okay, daddy's been at work. I just need to spend a little bit of time with him and then I let him be. Mm-hmm. And then I can go rest or I could go kind of regroup myself, you know, get together, whatever, for the night, for the next day. Mm-hmm. And they won't really bother me after that. You know, they'll just leave me alone. Then they'll start going to their mother and she's like, isn't your daddy home? <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, that's right. So then they'll come to me. But, you know, so, I mean. Well, I, think, I understand what you're saying. I think, but. And maybe we will saying the same thing. I think my children see me as functional. I'm yeah. going to do all the functional things, the things that have to be done. Daddy, mm-hmm. yeah. And daddy's play. And daddy really? does all those nice things, you know. <laughs> yeah. So Asha wants to be thrown around a bit and some rough. <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm like, somebody going to get injured in here. There's going to be crying any minute now, you know. And yeah. uh, I'm the one that's going to say, no, be careful. And da- daddy's going to have him hold, held up by one foot. <laughs> yeah, I, I used to do yeah. that. I used to do that when they was little. When when PJ was little, I used to do that. Todd's yeah. be like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, I actually got a picture of us in Bermuda. While I think I was throwing about ten feet in the air, Todd almost passed out. <laughs> I was literally he was at a park, and I have a picture, and I was throwing him up, like throwing him straight up and catching him, and he was just oh, oh. and Todd was Todd's face was like. <sighs> You know, like, oh, he's going to die. <laughs> and, so, and, yeah. And I think that's part of the reason why they love daddies. Because daddies are yeah. fun. And daddies do those kind of things. Whereas, But mommies are fun, too. But it's a di- like you said, it's a functional, it's a functional yeah. fun. It's a different type of fun. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just smiling, though, because I remember a time, you know, we're talking about putting the kids to bed. 
Mm-hmm. Um, there'd be times when um, David would put the kids to bed, and I, I think it was more of the kids putting David to bed. <laughs> so he sleep. <laughs> the kids would be coming out saying, "Mummy, mummy, daddy snoring." Well, dad had been up since early. Dad had been up since. Uh, no, see, that's a, I don't do that. I I actually stay up. Tommy, like when we having worship. Towers over there nodding. It's just like your voice puts me to sleep because it's so calm. I'm like, you are, you are, you are much. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> My voice ain't calm. <laughs> That's an excuse. <laughs> but I know she's just tired. So, like I said, I know she works hard at home. So mm-hmm. I appreciate that, as I'm sure David appreciates you with that. And then you're also doing the. And on top of that, you have other things that that you have going on in your life that you have to take care of. Because people don't realize that, along with the homeschooling, you have to you have to juggle everything. So you you like you say you're juggling being a wife, you're juggling being a mother, you're juggling being a uh whatever you're doing at the time. You know, just things in life that you're dealing with mm-hmm. that people don't re- even really realize. Along with the homeschooling that you're doing, yeah. so that's a lot. That I, I commend you for that because that's a lot for one person to take on sometimes. You know, and yeah. and so it it become it can become a little stressful at times. Do you feel burnt out sometimes or you just don't want oh, to do it? Definitely, definitely. And mm-hmm. I think um, also with, because when you homeschool and, and let, let, you know, your, your, your um, title is in your program titled Real, Real and Raw. Right. When it's one salary, mm-hmm. it's not the easiest. Right. You've no. got to make it stretch somehow. Definitely. So, you know, you become chief accountant, <laughs> you know, <laughs> as, as yeah. well as everything else. Right. Um, so and homeschooling can be expensive because the government don't help you in that way. Yeah. Any resources that you buy, any trips that you want to go on or whatever, you've got to find it for yourself. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah. but that's where I think, you know, not I think, I know God is good. Because, All the time. Well, you know, we may not have ever absolutely everything we want, but we definitely have everything we need. That's right. And that's the main thing. For the and that's, yeah. We we teach our children the same thing. It's not about what you want, it's about what you what you have and what God has provided with you. And like we tell our kids all the time, like these kids out there got nothing. And the things mm. you have, I didn't even have as a kid. <laughs> like, mm. you know, you know, I didn't have half the stuff that they have as a kid. Mm. Like, so I definitely know we're blessed because God has blessed us immensely with that, you know. So and I'm sure he's blessing you guys too. I know he's blessing you guys because you, you guys and then you and then you, but see also you're busy too with the Gen X, like we was talking about early in the beginning. Mm. So you're constantly doing that, calling people, trying to get, you know, different things set up, um, getting people to do different um projects and stuff mm-hmm. so that on top of you doing the homeschool you're doing that too so it's, it's a constant movement it's like you probably never stop moving until it's when you lay down and even when you lay down you probably still, still moving <laughs> well, i don't yeah. know um, if tara would agree with me on this one but i find like it, it, this may it may be the case tara may relate to this in terms of her music but mm. it's like for me gen x it's my not this just my safe space it's that it Your takes outlet. my mind off of home, off mm-hmm. of children, off of right. everything else. It's something that it's, it, it's, it's my about. passion. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's your outlet. It's, yeah. it's your way of just, That's you know, it. putting everything away and just putting your mind towards that one thing. I yeah. get that. Yeah. And, yeah. and I love ministry and always had a heart for ministry. Mm. And so when I do those things, it's even though it can be relentless at some times, Sometimes right. isn't it, it's just a break from the 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 mundane of the homeschooling because obviously right. there's certain things that still have to be done. Right. Right. Um, right. But that's something else that I can actually channel my energies in. And sometimes homeschooling, um, 
you, just like with work, there are good days yeah, when you're really productive, and there's bad days when they're just not going to concentrate. And everybody, you know, just everyone's just restless and mm. it's just not going your way. Um, but the difference with homeschooling is with when that happens, you can actually take a break and say, "Okay, let's take a break," or you can say, "Let's like um you can do your own like if you have a break. like say say you say to Abigail, uh, we need to get this project done by Wednesday.'" And then, but the, the week has just been crazy. You can, uh, let's push it to Friday. Or, you know, you can kind of extend it. And there's no, there's no repercut, no, you know, nothing, you know, to it. Stop it. Yeah. No, there is, and you're 100% right. But I suppose sometimes there's a pressure you put on yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you want to make sure that she is still of the level of her peers. Mm-hmm. You know, well, your, your school friends are working right now. Do you yeah. want to be behind your school friends? Well, we need to get going. You know, whereas sometimes I forget that because it's one-to-one <clears throat> attention right. in the classroom, how much, yeah, it can be intense and she needs a break because I'm yeah. just firing questions at her or it's right. all the attention has been given to her, which is good, but right. because it is so intense, she needs a break. Whereas right. when you're at school, you might be in a class of 30 or 25. Right. How much one-to-one attention do you get? Yeah, sometimes true. you'll only get that attention if you're maybe falling behind in order to get back yeah to where the rest of the class are so right. it has its benefits but then sometimes i know for myself i put pressure on myself mm-hmm. to, because to you want to see your kids in a different you want to see them at a certain level yeah you get what i'm saying you don't want to see them falling behind mm-hmm. you know think, everyone else i think every parent wants their kids to be uh, and i say this with not uh, i say this mm-hmm. everybody wants their children to be better than everybody else's and I Definitely. think, this, but we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as um, Angie's saying, is that Abigail and Asha, they, you know, they, it's quite intense when you when you think about it. It's just you and them. There's no, you know, we'll give them the work, make sure that they're, they, you know, they're getting on with it. Right. Um, and we'll check on them like every mm-hmm. every five minutes. So, but mm-hmm. we'll check on them just to make sure that do it that they're doing it. There's no mm-hmm. excuse. There's no. Ah oh, well, you know, I wanted to play with so and so. I wanted to do this. It's like, right. you know, why have you, you know, where is it? Where's the work? <laughs> right. And so, right. Right. Um, you know, we need to be. We, you know, we're mindful of that. And right. Oh, oh, my cat. The camera's still okay. Um, it's okay. We can still hear you. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, just, I'm just saying that um, we we do give them breaks and we do make sure that they are, you know, they, that they. The work is not as intense as as it used to be or as it was before, and they do have their breaks. They do get on with the work, and it's right. just, uh, you know we're making sure that they're they're okay. But going back to that pressure thing, I think also because um, homeschooling isn't the conventional route, right? People that kind of disapprove, right? Some friends, some can be relatives, some can be church folks, some can be just people that you meet. Right. And so um, when that happens, you kind of feel pressure. Um, it can be both pressure for you as the parent and the child. Right. So for example, if I go to the supermarket and write the checkout, there'll be um, somebody will say, oh, um, did you have an appointment today? And then mm-hmm. they know I'm homeschooled. Right. So what did you learn today? And then she's expected to rattle off all the things, yeah, all that, the she's things learned. that she's learned. Yeah. And then they'll question her. Oh, so if you learned history, what happened in 1066? And she's meant to answer the question. So they'll they'll do like a pop quiz there in front of you to see if she's actually learning. Oh How, wow. If you're that's bowl of people. Yeah, people well, you know, people yeah. <laughs> people are different. You know? And people are um, something else. You know? People are pokey. 
Just yeah. be honest. Like you they, said, really, they're pokey. Just stay out my business. Yeah. <laughs> if I got my child with me, I got my child with me. Leave me alone. Yeah, wow. But, you know, people <laughs> want to kind of just check to see if, if your child's learning. So they want to test your child. Oh, so you did mm. math today. Oh, you did times tables. Do you know what I'm doing? You know, they'll do whatever. So sometimes I'll say to Abigail, look, you know, we're going out. Somebody may ask you a question. If they say, um, you know, what school do you go to or something, tell them Adam's Academy. That's the <laughs> that's name. Right. That, ooh, that's right. That's a good name. And then that will shut them down because you'll find that if she went to school, nobody's asking her, what did you learn today? Yeah. That's right. That's true. The most they'll probably say was, how was your day? Mm-hmm. And they'll mm-hmm. say, fine. You know. Oh, yeah, like, right. Sorry, I'm sorry. Finish. No, I was going to say, just saying that. But when you say you homeschool, because it's something different, they want to see, you know, sometimes they're measuring up because maybe mm-hmm. some people, and not that I want to make anybody feel guilty, because at the end of the day, everybody chooses their path. That's true. You know, I homeschool, you don't. That doesn't make that my way is better than yours or your way is better than mine. It's got to, it's got to work for our families. And everybody's yeah. family's makeup is different and we all have different pressures and different yeah. types of children and we've got to bear that all in mind and be, you know, just understand and appreciate, you know, but we're all trying to get to the same place. Definitely. That's right. Um, so yeah. do you think you'll ever put your child or your children in school? You think you'll ever do that at some point? Um, I'm not anti-school. At the moment, that I don't have a plan to put them into school. I've no. kind of got a game plan for GCSEs because because of the various homeschool networks that I'm a part of. Right. A lot of the classes that she has, especially now since the lockdown, everything's on Zoom. Right. Uh, it's opened up a whole new world where you've got a lot of people that are doing classes that go right up to GCSE and A-level. Yeah. Oh, And wow. um, she, she feels quite comfortable in that environment. Okay. Um, I am. I appreciate that I don't know everything. So just like how if um, one of your children had a gap in their knowledge, you might bring in a tutor. Right. That's what I'm prepared to do. Mm. But um. But the, that being that being said, because of lockdown, there are so many resources now available, mm-hmm. like online. That's the best um, thing, yeah. And you know, via Zoom, there's lots of teachers who do extracurricular work for um, homeschoolers. So you can join um, particular classes join zoom classes like we mentioned that abigail does french right she, you know she does french uh, via zoom there's uh, how many other homeschoolers are with her in that class of another four about, to six yeah so there's about four or six students that she's teaching at mm-hmm. that time so there are lots of different resources that's available for homeschoolers now especially after lockdown right uh, you know, so yeah, it's and amazing it's, how the lockdown really opened up so much more stuff for us to it do. Really yeah. did. It really did. I actually yeah. just came thought of something. I'm sorry, because in Bermuda, I know for a fact in Bermuda, um, the homeschooling is done a little different. So some people do homeschool their kids, mm-hmm. but they also have where where you just said about the French school with four or five kids. Mm-hmm. They actually would they actually would have a school that was a homeschool a homeschool school. If mm-hmm. I'm saying that kind of, it sounds you know double yeah. negative. Where there's like five or six people, five or six kids, but they're being homeschooled, but they're all being homeschooled together. Together. And that's what we used do they, to do since the Oh, lockdown. those guys do they did they did they do that here? Because I when you brought up the French, it just popped in my head. Cause I remember when I drove the bus, I would see kids that were not in a regular they even had uniforms mm-hmm. and but they wasn't going to a public school or BI or or okay. private, you know, Berkeley or something. It was going to mm-hmm. and I'm like, What school you go to? I'm like, Oh, I get homeschooled. I'm like Okay, but you're not at home. They're like, no, we, we go to, you know, like four or five of us. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. So it's like they were still getting that social aspect 
mm-hmm. but it was it was a much smaller environment, right. so right. it's easier to you know yeah. to teach them because they all be different levels. So it wasn't like they all the same year. Mm-hmm. So it could be like year nine, year twelve, you know, and they was also. But you said you did that until the pandemic. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, her homeschool class took place in in the teacher's house, which basically she converted one of her rooms into a classroom. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. She used to come there and she'd have however many different classes each day. Um, mm-hmm. the children and Abigail would go on on, on a Tuesday or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. same for art and for mm-hmm. English. But since the pandemic, it went on to Zoom. Zoom. And then I think because it became convenient for us, because now we don't have to be the Uber drivers for our children. (laughs) They could just log in at home. So I think eventually it will return back into um, a more classroom type setting. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, even even to some extent, um, Abigail does karate online. Oh, okay. You know, so... Uh, I think it was only the other day, like about a month or so ago, that she had to go to the actual le- uh, leisure center to do her kata so she can mm-hmm. earn her belt. Her grading. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. So she can earn her belt. Um, but most of her classes uh, have been done via Zoom. Um, oh, wow. Um, cool. This is karate, you know. Wow. Yeah. Karate via Zoom. Yeah, well, you know, funny thing, I, I didn't tell you this, but I saw a post on Facebook. I actually signed up to do piano lessons on on online. You did? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, with Le- was it with Leon? Yeah, with Leon. Yeah, I saw it. I saw his. I saw his flyer. That's, yeah, I saw. Yeah, see, Leon. Yeah, yeah. Put Leon in it. Yeah, um, and he put up a flyer. So I said, oh, I text him and said, Hey, I would love to, you know, do it. Let me know, you know, what I need to do. Yeah, because oh, wow. I'm I'm thinking I I need to get since I've been doing a podcast, I've been learning that I need to do more. Because I was always just like the singer's husband. And I was like the babysitter. So I was watching the kids. But since now I've been doing all these different platforms and different shows and, you know, just trying to, you know, build up the ministry. We've been trying to minister to people. I was like, yeah. I need to start maybe doing more. So I was like, maybe I'll start, you know, I did piano when I was little. So I was like, maybe I'll go back into doing piano. So do it online and see if I can get, you know, that I can play for a tower. Not really. <laughs> Some days. <laughs> One day. Maybe about ten years. <laughs> no, but that's yeah, fantastic. Have that in your mind, man. That's the way you want to do. You got, you know, keep aiming for it. <laughs> you know, yeah, cause, but like, it's just to the point of like you said, but everything could be done on Zoom, yeah. or FaceTime, or you know. So yeah, why not? You know, why not try to see? Yeah, well, with the karate thing, because at that point in time, um, they couldn't do any kind of face-to-face combat anyway because you've got a right. mask on and um yeah you weren't able to actually do any physical <clears throat> sparring so it just worked well for them and it was suppose it was cheaper for the instructor as well so <laughs> more activities because you she don't have pra- kids she didn't practice on you <laughs> no actually we've what we've got is a- <laughs> in the kitchen yeah in other words in other words Susie comes in the door he has to come in he has to come in ready to ready to yeah, fight to defend <laughs> ready to defend himself i mean sometimes wow. I'll, I'll stand by the door and say no no no, you need to put more effort into what you're doing because uh, <laughs> you know sometimes you're like no but no 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 abigail proper yeah you know get get her to to you know making sure that she's doing what she's supposed to do she's not trying to hurt daddy that's all she's like i don't yeah. want to hurt him well, no. Really does want to hurt me. <laughs> oh man! Wow. So yeah, I mean, so so like in recap, we just know that, like you said, homeschooling the pros and cons. 
you, you I think earlier in the thing you said something about you know it's gloomy, but I don't think anything you really said was gloomy. I think it was just being honest and just you know response. I think like the the main point I got from the whole thing was that it's not for everybody, but it does take a lot of commitment and and attention to do it. Yeah, and it's just something that when you do it, you have to make sure you're committed because once you start, it's very hard to stop. You have to be committed mm -hmm. to do the homeschooling. Yeah, otherwise it's going to fail. Mm -hmm. Just like anything else in life. Hundred percent. Oh, actually, what are you gonna do with your son? Because he's, he's four. He's yeah, he's four, five. right? Yeah, he's, he's five. Okay, I'm see. I knew it was around four or five, right? Yeah. Okay. He so has, has he started? Has he started? He has started. He has, yeah. He okay. has started. Um, he doesn't do as many subjects as Abigail. Right. Um, but we have um, yeah, start started with the course, and we're enjoying it. The only thing that I am mind more mindful of, and something that we brought up earlier, and that is the social side. Yeah. Right. Um, Abigail's more like David. She likes to keep herself to herself and is quite quiet and right. you know reserved. Asher's more like me. He's got bags of energy. Want to be out yeah. there amongst people and wow. ready and raring to go. Running yeah. everywhere. Yeah, he, um, he likes yeah. that kind of life. So yeah, <laughs> but I am. And unfortunately, at five, that some of the activities I'd like to put him into, he's not old enough for yet. Gotcha. Um, oh, yeah. A little bit, but he is in quite a few activities, and mm -hmm. um, Daddy has committed himself to taking Asha to the park every lunchtime. Yeah. Oh, cool. good daddy. Right. How yeah, about um, boxing? Daddy. Does he like boxing? Yep. Hence the punch bag. He does. Yeah. He does. Because that's. I mean, I unfortunately I used to take Peter for boxing, but because of my schedule, it's kind of hard to do. But it seemed to be like an outlet for him. He likes to box, so we put a boxing bag in his room. But yeah. he like he used to like going to the boxing gym. That's the one. Th he would actually get up and be like, "Okay, I'm ready to go," because it was yeah. boxing. You know, he likes to you know hit stuff. That's it. <laughs> so I said, good. instead of hitting the wall or hitting your sister, hit the bag. So if you get upset, hit the bag. Like every so it's like a it's a release. If I hit him hitting the bag, then I know he's upset about something. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, that's it. And 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 Asher's exactly the same. He likes hitting things. Um, mm -hmm. so, boisterous and, and like that. Energy. And that's just yeah, that's how they are. They're boisterous and whatever. Um, mm -hmm. so it was actually my dad because my dad used to train <laughs> boxers. He brought oh, really. Yeah, okay. and we need to take them to a gym, but unfortunately, I think the ones by me, you have to be either um, six or seven. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like, I'm going to hold out for a little, he's not there yet, but he's giving it a good you go know. at home in the in the mm -hmm. meantime. Yeah, because that's why I couldn't take Kaya, because they said she was too young. Yeah. She's only seven, yeah, because mm -hmm. I asked if she can, they said, well, she's too young. I think she had to be eight or something. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I forgot yeah. about that till you pointed that out, yeah. Because mm -hmm. they had like a family thing, we can all go as a family. That's it. And it was like Kai was too I mean Kai was still too small to do. So I was like, oh man. So but that's definitely something like we could do as a family. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, I'd like to do it as yeah, a family. Yeah. We'll go boxing. We'll add some ag aggression and some what, frustration. What we and... should do is all go. <laughs> yeah, take yeah. That, and also you know. get a little workout in it. Get a little time. workout in the end, you know. That's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. Take, I mean, you know. you know, in the boxing thing because um yeah, sometimes I like to take my frustrations out on on um, the punch bag as well. Yeah, <laughs> everybody in this punch bag. <laughs> I think everybody needs something that they can just, you know, something that they can do to release. You know. Yeah. Well, that, well that's what Andrea just said. That's yeah. Generation X is her release. That's mm -hmm. her quiet place. Mm -hmm. You know, even though I may be busy doing it, it's still her. Mm -hmm. She gets away from everything and she can kind of re, re kind of boot herself and then, okay, I'm coming back and I'm, you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I Like I even say, when before I come home, 
I don't come straight home. I, I, I may come straight home, but like I'll be in the car for like 15 minutes so I can just kind of decompress myself before I walk to the door. Please don't give David ideas. Oh, no, no. I no, 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 no. It's, no, you have look, Andrea. Andrea, listen, listen. I know I, I, it's not that I'm giving an idea, right? I'm giving any male an idea because you have to realize something. Sometimes when you're at work, the stress yeah. of work, the stress of dealing with other people and people irritating you, so you don't want to come home because if you come right, that's why I don't mix. That's why I can take when I'm home, I'm I'm home. Yeah. And when I'm at work, I'm at work. You I never intertwine. I never intertwine the two. I never do. People that work would never know anything's going wrong at home. Mm -hmm. And my wife would never know what's going home wrong at work. Because when I walk to that door, I leave it outside. You turning it off. Yeah. I leave it outside. Most times. Sometimes I'm irritated and I'll be like, this what happened. But most mm -hmm. nine times out of ten, I'm leaving it outside. So I when I'm sitting in the car, I just say, okay, I'll say a prayer or I'll just put on some music or sports or something and just like just decompress myself because it, I find because I have to come home and I'll be so ramped up from work mm -hmm. that I'll take it out on tower mm -hmm. and the kids. Mm -hmm. So I learned that I need to mm -hmm. decompress myself before I step foot in the door, you know, so that it, I can then, you know, Pedro, you know. the thing, the thing is, is that I, I, and we, I've said to Ange that when I come home, I need at least 10, 15 minutes. Just leave, Was it always just 10, 15 minutes? Leave David? me alone. <laughs> <laughs> leave me alone. Trouble me, talk to me. Just say, hi, David, how are you? Leave me alone. Yeah. I, get, I get that now. I haven't always gotten oh, that, she, Oh, trust me. No, but first, I used to be like, oh, go to your dad. But then I learned after, you know, actually just observing Pedro. And I said, you know what? I need to give him a little time. Because yeah. I know if I don't, it's either going to cause us to have an argument or something. You know what I'm saying? Because he's not all the way turned off by the time he get home from work. So mm -hmm. I'm trying to learn to tell the kids, give your dad a little time. Or give yourself? You, you too? Because you, yeah. you, you be right on... Well, well I'll be right on top of him. I'm, like, I'm, I'm hey. ready to have an adult conversation. <laughs> yeah. So, no, you know, sometimes... No, 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 not yet. Not yet. Leave me alone. I think, <laughs> I think, one, of the, I think one of the challenges I faced, though, was especially when David was going into offices, more so when you're working in Richmond. He'd right. be coming home, because it's so far from my house, he'd come home at 8 o'clock. Wow. Right. I'm to give him 10, 15, 20 minutes. The kids are going to bed. Right. So, and then I'm going to have to do that too. <laughs> so I've had them for all day teaching. I've done right. all their activity, the swimming, the karate, the whatever, trampolining, whatever they're doing. I've cooked, I've washed up, and I've still got to wait another 10, 15 minutes. And then they're going to be in bed anyway. So it's like, but God is good. He's heard my cry. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> David now, obviously, with the lockdown and everything, he works, <laughs> he works a lot closer. Yeah. And then with the yeah. lockdown, he's working from home a lot more. Okay. Oh, so see, look. Look how God worked it out. Yeah. There you go. See? Now, now it's that he's working. But also, David was saying things like, I need an hour. And I'm like, I'm just no. missing in the house. Hey, listen, I, you know what, David? I feel your pain because Tyler tell you, I come home, I go, I, I don't. Tyler's like, why don't you sit on the couch? I've been sitting in the car for like twelve hours. I go lay and stretch out on the bed, like I go lay out and relax for a minute, watch a little TV, just sit there, look on my phone, you know, do something, and then I come back downstairs. Yeah. I, I so I feel your pain, David. I I got you, man. I got you. Don't worry. I got you. You can call me. You can call me if you got an issue. I'll talk to Andrea. 
You may beat me up, but I'll talk to her. <laughs> I'm talking to Tara yet. I think it's all just, you know, you know, learning your mate and learning, you know, more because we learn more about each other all the time. So it's just knowing those parts, when to tune down and say, you know what, I give him his time or I give her her time. Because even though I need my time too. Oh, so, yeah. you know. I say, oh, but like, you didn't, you didn't talk to your sister today? Go talk to your sister. I'm telling a minute. Go talk to him. Go call your mom. You haven't called your mom all day. Go talk to your mom. That's only so he can have a, a longer break. That's right. <laughs> but you know, oh, well, I'm not going to embarrass Sandra about that one. So, <laughs> <laughs> I feel it, Andrea. Your feelings won't be hurt. I know it won't be. Uh, it's a, I'm a, the thing is, I think David has an issue sometimes when I'm on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> on, the phone, right? all, on Mondays, I I, we, I pray on a Monday, so I pray with my prayer partner. And we got to go through the day. Sometimes even, that can take a minute. Listen, yeah. yeah. Mummy, you're always on the phone. Yeah, I'm on the phone because I have to commute. You know what? Sometimes you need some adult conversation. See, yeah. see, you know, you see what I'm saying. You've been at home all day, yeah. and you're and dealing with you, you have to wait, 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 wait. Another yeah, half an hour, an hour before. Uh-uh. That's true. <laughs> That's true. You know what I do? You know, you know how I'd handle that? Well, I don't know if you could do this day, but because I'm in the car, half the time we having conversations on the phone. So she's having adult conversations with me on the phone. So, so you when know I what? Pedro gives me all his home, conversation in the car. When he get home, it's turned off. That's right. Because my brain is <laughs> shut down. I'm a, my brain is at mush at that moment. I just want to relax. Okay. Maybe you guys should try that. See, I would love to. But, but she's busy. Unfortunately. I'll give it a go. Yeah, you give it up. <laughs> she can't talk if she's trying to teach the daughter. What's she going to be saying? Okay, Dave, what you were saying? Oh, hold on, Abigail. She can't do two things at once. Listen, David isn't... How should I put it? I don't know. He's not a phone person. <laughs> he, yeah, he's. I don't, I don't know if he's a me person. Yeah, phone. <laughs> and David doesn't... Yeah, David doesn't... David doesn't do phone calls. Okay. But he doesn't do text messages or email either. So I'll mm. say and I know that for a fact because I've I've texted before. He ain't text me back still. And how many thousands of email responses? Like he's even got a special mailbox for me. Really? Oh wow! Unread. <laughs> well, if he's doing it to you, he's, I don't feel bad now. I, I, I'll let that go then. I understand. No. So we, we're going to have to work. I think we're going to have to rewatch you because I know you did um, a program on communication. Oh, yeah, yeah. we did. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, did you ever watch that? I think you guys have a good laugh because it was really, really funny. Yeah, I, I looked back at it the other day and laughing at myself and different comments. I was like, I can't believe I said that. But yeah, sometimes you need to just. Yeah, because you don't know how to communicate at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just overlooked Pedro. So, yeah. <laughs> I hear you, Tara. Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> yeah, it's all a work in progress, you know. <laughs> well, that's, how long have you? How long have you guys been married? So, eleven years. Twelve. How long oh, you been married? Oh, they said eleven years. Twelve. Twelve, right? Mm-hmm. No, no. Yeah, right. Because I eleven. You said six months, right? After you yeah, got married. Yeah, right. twelve years and and um, yeah, thirteen <clears> years this year. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, right. mm-hmm. so we're a little oh. behind you. So you know, any pearls of wisdom that you can share with us? 
We need time. We're still learning ourselves. We've been what, almost 17 years yeah. together, wow. 16 years married. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't and believe we, it. We're still learning. I, I never thought I would have been married this long. Mm-hmm. Mm, especially to her. <laughs> But you know, but oh, God. Oh, oh. <laughs> so you know what? Y'all watch out for our next podcast. Our next podcast is gonna be real in raw, and I'm gonna make sure I put it all in. Wait, no, not the next one. Oh, the next one after that. No, not the next one after that either. At the end of the month. Oh, so what's coming up? What's coming up? Oh, uh, next week we have a gentleman from Huntsville, Alabama, named Andre. He does. Um, he does different. Um, he has his own ministry. He does a ministry. He does Facebook and he does um, Instagram and TikTok mm-hmm. through through his ministry. Um, he's lost his leg and he's had some other health issues. And so through all of that, God has really um, brought him out of the hole and brought him out to the light. So he's been just, you know, you know, teaching about talking about his experiences and things like that. So we're going to have him on next week. And then the following week, we're going to have a gentleman named Mr. Daniels, O.C. Daniels, who talks about. With something that you need to watch, um, Andrea, because this is something that I'm not gonna say, but this is something that I know you can you can relate to. Even David, mm-hmm. how to say no for smile? Oh yeah, you, yeah, Pedro, you know, you know. Yeah, I, I, I had he, he wrote a book. Yeah, it's called Kindness, and mm-hmm. it's about how as events, how as as people in general, we mm-hmm. need to learn how to say no, mm-hmm. but don't feel guilty that you said no, because. Mm-hmm. Right? The yep. church can get you sometimes when you say no, the church can get you be like, how dare you say no? Mm-hmm. You know, it's a ministry. You're supposed to be doing it. You're supposed to be giving your free time. You know, mm-hmm. who cares if you don't get paid? Who cares if you, you know, if you're already stressed out, if you're burnt out? Mm-hmm. So we're going to have him on in a couple of weeks. He's going to talk about his book and talk about the different things that, you know, the different points and stuff that we can do for that. So that's going to be for the next couple of weeks. And then after that, we go back to just us for a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. maybe a month or so, just some topics that we're going to talk about. Right. Actually talk about something that you brought up about how we pressure our children and how we need to understand that sometimes we live through our children. Yeah. Yeah. And we need to sometimes learn to step back. Like you were saying, we need to ease back and say, wait a minute. I'm actually, because I think sometimes we raise our children like we was raised. Mm-hmm. And how we was raised is different how children are now, and mm-hmm. we have to understand that. So we we put too much expectations into our children, mm-hmm. yeah. where we need to learn that we need to just be happy with what they who they are and what they're mm-hmm. doing, and not be like you know like if they get a ninety five, what can why can you get a ninety eight? Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. did you know you get one wrong answer? Why did you get that wrong? That was such an easy answer. You mm-hmm. know is you know just things like that. So we're gonna talk about you know different things like that and. Yeah, that's all coming up in the next um, month. month, Yeah, next couple of weeks in the next month. Yeah, so we got we got some things in in store for for our audience and stuff. So yeah, and we appreciate you guys coming on with us. Oh, we definitely appreciate that. Definitely, we're gonna have to have you back again. Yeah, anytime. Especially when you're doing like when maybe we go um, do the Generation X and promote that and stuff. And oh, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, promote that and and do that stuff like that. Yeah, to get Mm -hmm. that out there more and stuff. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so we're definitely gonna have to have you back on. But we definitely appreciate. Your time that you guys took out mm-hmm. today, out of you your busy schedules. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah, it's been interesting, real. and even for us to rethink as to the reasons why and yeah, why we do things, what we're doing. why we do and what we're doing. Sometimes yeah. Like, yeah. you can forget, but um, hmm. the main thing, uh-huh. if anything, I'd like to leave, you know leave people with is that, um, and this is not to say that people going to state school won't be saved, but right. the main driving force was that I wanted to 
leave a good impression on my children because the most important thing is that our children are saved. Yeah, definitely. That's right. Yeah. Definitely. We can see um, the clock is ticking down. Definitely. Oh, definitely. Soon to come. And we've oh, got yeah. to pump into them, you know, feed into them, pour into them as much as we possibly can with the resources um, we can. That's right. Uh, not agree. just the book knowledge, but our knowledge of God. <laughs> the knowledge of God. Definitely. The knowledge of God. Definitely. Well, to me, actually, knowledge of God is more important than book knowledge. But 100%. Not in the, but, you know, because, mm -hmm. like, you know, you teach them, and even when they get older, it, it won't leave from them. I'm a, I'm a true testament of that. I definitely left the church and did my own thing. But mm -hmm. through it all, I still knew God was there and I knew what I was doing was wrong and I knew I had to come back. I just was being selfish and coming back. Mm -hmm. So, you know, but then God smacked me and brought me back, you know, <laughs> in a way that I didn't expect. But, you know, it happened. So I'm not mad. I never regret anything that's happened in my life because I know God had me on the path that I've gone is the path that I'm supposed to have taken. So, yeah, definitely. I definitely agree with that in that mm -hmm. aspect. But um, yeah, definitely. We gotta um, just keep. Kai was the other day singing and shot. Yeah, I put it on. I put it on Facebook because it kind of. <laughs> I was like, oh, how you know that song? And so I just started singing it the with the. Um, mm -hmm. it was the hymn. Anyway, I can't remember at the moment. Mm -hmm. But that's one thing I was saying. I don't I, remember because <laughs> I don't remember at this exact moment. But I just know that. That's what I missed when they was going to Adventist school in Bermuda. When we moved here, I just saw the different change in the attitude. Because on the spiritual side of it, they was just different kids. Mm -hmm. And then we giving them that. But they not getting it for the eight hours they in school. They they mm -hmm. getting everything. They digesting everything else in attitudes. And they always yeah. come back and talk about how the teacher's yelling and screaming at them and stuff. So I'm like, wait just a second. What's going on at this school? You know, but we, I can't control everything that's going on there. That's why I can say the benefits of homeschooling would, could be a good thing and mm -hmm. for your children, especially on the spiritual side. When we all get to heaven, she was singing. Yeah, when we all get to heaven, yeah. what a day. So, you know, I try to, I, that's why I'm glad we're doing the Bible studies mm -hmm. with them and stuff. That's really mm -hmm. been helping. And um, anything like that, I just think it's important that we instill that into our kids. Actually, get, they get they getting baptized, aren't they? Yeah, they get, yeah. Sky and Kaya. Get, yeah, they're doing the fundamentals now. Yeah, they're doing the, the, um, mm -hmm. He calls it the what he calls it the the love the love letters. Yeah, God's love letters. Yeah. God's love letters. It's not the love letters. It's the you know the the vows and everybody. The pastor yeah. is doing yeah. it. He calls he don't yeah. call it that. He said it's too old fashioned. So he calls it the love letters. <laughs> so yeah. is Abigail baptized? Not as yet. No. no. Not as yet. Okay. So it's something that um, Sky um, decided because Sky is the same age as Abigail. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize they were so close in age. Mm -hmm. and But um, she's ready. She's been doing it. Now. Her attitude has changed. It's just now the, the kids, that some of the kids she's around, some of the kids are not always good influences for her. Mm -hmm. So she's picking yeah. up different. I think that's the one step back of having your kids in school, the different things that they pick up, the temptation, and mm -hmm. what other kids are doing, trying to fit in. So I would say that would be one thing I don't like. Mm. Well, I don't think the school even talks about God. They I don't think talk about a, God at all. No. Mm -mm. Yeah. Because Sky said none of her friends are religious at all. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the that's the general that's the general trend at the moment in schools. Right. Yeah. You know, right. and which I in the UK I find that to be even more pronounced than the US. Myself yeah. personally. No, I, you're absolutely right. I, I, even at work, I, I, I when I worked in the NHS, I can't even think of anybody that was religious when, that I worked with. Mm. In no, in no even aspect. Then, even if they were, they not like, can't even tell you. Yeah, a lot of people right. hide it because they yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like I'll say, you know, thank yeah. God, God bless me. They look at me like, what? What are you talking yeah. about, God? I'm like, I believe in God. They're like, oh, 
Why? It's like some people just yeah. don't want to. They they want to keep that part of them hidden because they don't want to. They don't want you to think of them as somebody's trying to convert them or trying to get them to be more religious or trying to uh, impose your religious beliefs on other people. So right. they'll, you know, they'll they'll try. They'll normally just keep it to yourself. And you know, at work, it's it's difficult to talk about God unless you're invited to talk about God. If you if you. Wow. So, yeah, yeah, you're right. I know exactly. What you, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because then yeah. they kind of outsize you and, and push you to the side because they're like, oh, he's he's too he's, he's not God, oh he's too godly he's too thing we we yeah. can't mess with him like you know so we will go over here and he stay over there or she'll stay over there and we'll go over here like yeah wow. i definitely see that yeah i will say that's the only thing i don't like with the school the public school if i could just snatch that part into them and that they don't have to take everything else that they taking from the outside yeah. you know i would <clears throat> i would say that's the one thing and that's the reason why i really wanted an adventist school to right. so that it's so the children are getting it for all angles so they're getting that religious input from the home they'd be Definitely. getting it from the school they'd be getting right they right. you know and it's god willing there place. wouldn't be any way for them to escape you know kind of thing because so listen, see, so much that's why we're gonna we're gonna have to have you back because that's i'm sorry to cut you off you just brought up a point i love seven adventist schools but my issue with seven adventist schools now is that they become too politically in a sense of that they bring in the outsiders and they are influencing the Adventists, the kids in the school mm. to to do to do you know no, and i'm just being Adventist. you said like you said keep it real and raw i'm just giving real and raw <laughs> the they, they, people the non-adventists coming in and because i know when i was like hearing stories in bi and some of the things that were going on I was like what is like really like what is going mm -hmm. on and the influence was just you know they're bringing yeah. in the house like kids that maybe get expelled so they say oh you, we accept you because it's money mm. or it's what or like maybe we can help them and that's was, good but sometimes you know you in, in london in london this was kind of like the same thing um I, i'm not going to go into a lot of details but the john loftus school which was the seven adventist school which, um, went to. which i went to in tottenham um right. it, it, it became under the local authorities' control because of, mm -hmm. for one reason or another, which I'm not going to go into. Right. They started to have a lot of outside teachers that came in, and mm -hmm. um, they started to influence the students and the way that yeah. things were being taught. Right. Um, which is interesting. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's probably something to, um, you know, that you know would be a really good subject to to talk about. But one oh, one yeah. of the Definitely. things that frustrates me. I think is that even though I don't know about too much about what's going on in the schools now because I'm not in that school system. Right. I think sometimes, which is quite sad, our church do things cheaply. Yes. But yes. so the amount I, of yes. school Definitely. teachers we have in our yes. schools are working at other schools. If right. we could just pay a decent wage, a wage where they can afford to have a little money in the bank, have a good house, decent house, be able to go on holiday a couple of times a year, that mm -hmm. it's not a problem with paying people. You know, money isn't evil. The love of money is, is, is the yeah, yeah, right. We, all, we need but, money. <laughs> but we all need money. We all need a decent wage where we can yeah. live and God <clears throat> wants us to prosper. Definitely. To pay something decent. We mm, can... Because right. when... We, our people, we do things well. Yeah. Yes, we do. When we put our hand to do things, we yeah. do them well. And we have mm -hmm. so many professionals that are excelling. But yet, that 
our to our institutions seem to be failing why yeah they're not there yeah. and others wow. are there and they don't have the those, those beliefs and those core values that we have yeah right mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. know and, mm -hmm. and and it's a shame it's it a is shame. Yeah. But like you said, that's a whole nother podcast that's right there. <laughs> we could talk for two hours on that one. Definitely. <laughs> but yeah, we have gone way over our time, which has been good though, because I don't mind. Mm -hmm. But um, we really have enjoyed you guys. Well, I hope you haven't Thank lost you. any people, yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, that's, anyway. It's fine. Yeah. You know, we, we we don't think about it in the sense of like how many people are watching. We we just like we just want to do this to educate and just teach people and just go with personal, you, even if it's just one person. On personal relationship, mm -hmm. just have a personal relationship with everybody, just for them to, you know, like, because you never know who's what people are going through in life. Mm -hmm. One thing I've learned about doing this podcast <laughs> is that people have contacted that you're like, wow, like we didn't even know that you was even going through that, you know, and and it just helps, you know. And then people can go back and listen to us on YouTube and um, Facebook and Twitter and all the different platforms right. that we're on. Mm -hmm. So you know, it's not like they can't they miss it today. They can't watch it. So is they on the in the yeah. universe the web universe right so but um yeah we just thank you guys so much for joining us today we really have enjoyed this no and, worries um, it's been a pleasure yeah yeah and we got to do this again definitely got to do it again <laughs> definitely yeah definitely so okay yeah what okay, you well, thank you for having us. and should we bid you good night and we'll let you round up yeah yeah, yeah that's fine okay then we'll good, good night to you and thanks good, good night, night to both of you david so there there's David. Oh wait, I'm sorry. You, could you say again the um generation the the genetics the, the, the genetics for okay, YouTube? So the things we do for love. Right. Um, is gonna be on Friday evening, 7:30. Join us on YouTube. If you search for SDA Generation X, you will find mm -hmm. us there. Um, oh. on Friday we looked at lessons from Adam. Um, right. and that um that program is still there. And but if you um, tune in this Friday, seven thirty, we will be looking at lessons from Abraham. Right. Lessons from Abraham. We'll be going for another six Fridays straight. So um, we look forward to seeing or we will be there. there. Yeah, yeah. And this is your fifth series, so you have other series, so people want to they can actually go and watch other programs that yeah, you've we've had. We've got a few other programs listed. Um, we've been operating since I think it was 2019. Yeah, when we oh, that's when we first when we first met you, and that's yep. when Tara came and she tore the house down. That's when that's when that's when that's when I opened my big mouth and Pastor McKenzie had me drive um Lamar Campbell around. That's the one man. We <laughs> <in the van. laughs> I was like, I could drive a van. Oh, Pedro, guess what? Take them, take them, the take them there. Next time I'm a chauffeur. I'm like, dude, really? Yeah, and we need to tell the story of how you nearly killed our um. Oh, our don't go there. See, I didn't want to. That was not my fault. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. That, you, should, you know what? Hey, listen. If you was in the van, listen, no, 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 wait. No, Lamar I got. Like, boom. He, no, he literally his face <laughs> face planted on the back of the chair like boom. But listen, not my fault. He didn't have on his seatbelt. Oh, and the ladies did too. They was almost on the floor. They was over. They almost flew over the seats. Listen, no, it's not my fault. Nobody had they on their seatbelt. Seat nobody had on we their seatbelt. Seat we had on our seatbelt. So and why I, didn't they have on theirs? And it wasn't my fault. The lady walked out from behind the bus, and it was a crosswalk, <laughs> and not realizing that you know it was a crosswalk, because you know in London they put a crosswalk in the middle of the the street, not at the corner, but in the middle. I'm like, what? Where's a crosswalk in the middle? Like what? So I hit the brake, and everybody was just like. And I was like, oh my goodness. I, I'd have been all over the news. Like, Mark kept holding his phone and his face went, went right into the back. I was like, oh my God. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the latest was on the floor. I was like, oh, yeah, dude. but they good people. They, they they laughed about it. We went out to eat and we had a good laugh on it. So you know, everything yeah. was good. You yeah. had to be that. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny though. <laughs> <laughs> we never told that story before. That was out there. It's I'm out sorry. there. I almost killed Lamar Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm sorry to laugh so hard. But you hey, it's, hey, the truth is the truth. Hey, it's what happened, man. But no, you know what? Everything I'm happens so for a reason. Out. I'm okay, so glad he put on his seatbelt after that. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I'm, and I'm sure to this day he's still wearing that. You know, I'm sure he does. We didn't take him out, and that he was still able to minister to us. Oh, so definitely yes. I got him back. I got him back to you in one piece, so he was able to minister. Right. Yes, he was. Most so I, I, I did my job. I got him back. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, well, thank will, you so much, guys. And we'll look forward to joining you again another time soon. Definitely. Sure. You thank guys you. have a good night. Thank Love you, guys. Night. Have a good All night. Right. Take care. Right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So oh, that's the goodness. God is Real and Wall podcast. We want to thank you again for joining us. Thank you. Guys. Uh, we have a couple of new things going on in the next couple of weeks. We will be um, discussing. We have done these T-shirts That's with right. the Goddess Podcast, and we have and done mugs. mugs. I don't yeah. know if you guys can see it. They can see my red one. Get yours off the camera. Well, I'm just trying they to see put the red, my, They can see my red one. And you can see Peter. Anyway, we have different things that we're setting up for the future. And we get in our store, you know, together so you guys can order some products from us. Yeah. So, and um, some other things. So we, we're working on that. So the next couple of weeks. And you only have to go to us. You can do it on your own. The mm-hmm. company will and they go ship to through the, everywhere, right? They ship to the US, UK, everywhere. They mm-hmm. ship worldwide, so it could be anywhere, any place. Mm-hmm. So yeah, coming to the UK maybe a little bit more. A little bit the, more, um, but it's not too bad. It's not too bad, and they got like stuff like off and stuff like 20 percent off. So, yeah. and yeah, we'll yeah. have different logos and stuff that um, that I would make, and so you can have a different variety to pick from and everything like that. So yeah. And you then also on top of that, because um, ministry is not cheap, mm-hmm. if you guys want to help us with our ministry and our podcast, mm-hmm. you can donate to um, hashtag, not hashtag, hashtag. dollar sign. <laughs> there we go. Dollar sign. I'd rather put it up on the screen. God is ministry. No, no, because people are not on the screen. So uh, you can go to. All right. Read it, PJ. I'll read it. Dollar sign, real and raw mm-hmm. podcast. Mm hmm. Pound sign, God is land for the UK. Mm-hmm. Dollar sign, real and raw podcast for the US. Mm-hmm. And we also at God is ministry for PayPal. That's right. At God is ministry. And right. The PayPal. other two was the cash app because yeah. I never say it right. Mm-hmm. It's weird. We never ask. We don't really ask. <laughs> we should ask more often, but we yeah. don't. So, yeah, we're going to be asking now. So, you guys, if you feel led to donate and by the Holy Spirit to the, to the ministry, it would definitely be appreciated. And, you know, God said give. And it's best to give than to receive. Well, maybe I shouldn't have said that. So we're receiving when you're giving. Either way, you know what I'm saying. So, yeah. Right, babe? Yes. <laughs> yes. And I just got the text for piano lessons. So oh, okay, cool. I'll be contacting them. <laughs> so, you guys, if you want to contact us as well um, at our email, you can contact us at thegoddessministry at gmail.com. If you have any questions, if you just want to, if you even want to be a part of our show, and if you want to um, have something that you want to talk about that you want to get out, you can always contact us and we can help you um, put your stuff out there, however you want to do, and we all can grow together. Yeah? Yeah. All right. And thank you so much for our Vintage Radio London listeners. We appreciate you listening. And um, what did you say? Write it down? <laughs> yeah, write it down. 
Oh, he's writing it down. Okay. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. For our listeners, for Adventures Radio London, that will be listening to this. Um, thank you. Thank guys you so for much listening. for supporting and stuff. Mm-hmm. We had a good um, when we put the podcast out. They finally put it out on the 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 platform on the website on the website and we had a really good response and we want to thank the listeners for listening to that mm-hmm. and um even the downloads and stuff so we really do appreciate it we, we just thank god that that you enjoyed the, the show enough to download it so thank you so much again yeah we appreciate that. and also all the other people out there on mm-hmm. facebook and youtube youtube twitter, and twitter all of those and places spotify and every other platform that my wife has put us on so many platforms i can't even keep up anymore well you know it yeah. is what it is. So, you know, thank you. This is Tara. This is Pedro. And y'all have a bless. Yeah, this is the God is Real and Raw podcast. Peace. Peace. This is Pedro. This is Tara. And welcome to the God is Real and Raw talk show. Do, do.